Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to South Coast Varsity, the podcast. I'm sports editor Lori Lossley. I'm here with uh, digital sports editor Brendan Carey and contributing writer, staff writer, columnist, just a little bit of everything, Nick Fryer. Um, Renaissance yes. man, Nick yes, Fryer. Yes, does a little bit of everything. So uh, I'm actually doing the, the intro today because uh, Brendan Carey, who usually does it, uh, has a little bit of a sore throat, a little laryngitis. So, Trying to uh, battle through here, so hopefully you can understand me. Uh, if I was a maestro with these all these knobs in front of me, I'm sure I could make myself sound normal. But You already sound better than five minutes ago. I know, I got kind of a Barry White <laughs> thing going on, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Deep voice, yes. yes. Uh, this is a very exciting podcast. Uh, we are doing our girls' basketball draft. Uh, I don't know if anybody remembers from last year, but pretty much we, uh, we pick five players uh, each. And uh, before uh, we got on, on the air here... We, ra- we randomly picked numbers. That's um, a lie. <clears throat> Nick, Nick Fryer went first. Um, yeah, it's all fixed. <laughs> and he got number three. I went second. I got number one. And Brandon was stuck with number uh, number two. So, uh, I'll take that middle child, baby. <laughs> that is, I hate the middle spot. <laughs> and uh, we're actually going to snake back and forth. Um, so starting with one up to three, back down to, to one, and back and forth. Um, and we're just going to pick five players. That, uh, there's no restrictions of, uh, you know, like I was just joking, maybe I'd pick all, all guards, you know, five guards or. You know, got to um, be able to shoot these days. That's how you win games. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to score some points. Um, and uh, we're gonna have a little bit of fun with it. So uh, you know, we I haven't seen all the teams yet. I don't think any of us have seen all the teams. Nope. Um, no, some of this is just based on numbers and taking calls and yep. talking mm-hmm. to coaches. So, uh, so you know, if we leave somebody out, you know, give us a holler and say, hey, you know, that person should have been up there in the the top fifteen or so. So. Uh, all right. Uh, so, with the number one uh, drum roll draft pick uh, in the Standard Times girls basketball uh, draft, uh, I think it's a pretty easy pick. Um, somebody that's risen to the top, and I've seen her play multiple times this year. Uh, Jada Fortin for Aponiquit, um, hands down the uh, most passionate athlete uh, girls basketball player I've seen this season. Um, puts everything kind of on the court. Um, you know, she was at Vogue Tech last year, you know, ended up moving and, and transferring to Aponiquit, um, and, you know, it didn't take her long to really kind of find a leadership role there. She does a little bit of everything. She can take it to the hole, you know, um, she can also find her teammates. Um, she's really strong on defense, you know, create, creating a lot of steals uh, when they press, and she's a big reason why they've won 10 straight games. So uh, I think she had 22 the other night. So I am going with Jada Fortin with my uh, top pick. She was number one on my draft board. Yeah, same. I knew I had no chance with that, though, no matter what. Yeah, All right. I mean, her ability to, to, to score off the dribble and uh, just her athleticism and her ability to shoot and get to the rim. Yeah, she's just, and she's really put it all together this year and really uh, kind of melded into that Aponiquit team. You wonder yes. how that was, mm-hmm. was going to work, and it's yeah. worked pretty darn well. No, mm-hmm. definitely. And they're going to be uh, you know, most likely playing for that South Coast Conference Championship uh, in the crossover game uh, about a week, week from now, a little yep, bit over fe- a week from now. February 15th, mark yep. your calendar. Now, uh, actually, I'm going to stay in Lakerland up at Aponiquin. The defending Standard <laughs> Times Player of the Year, mm-hmm. Sophia Goucher, is going to be my number two pick here. Um, 
She's just shown an ability uh, on both ends of the floor. She's a really great two-way player. Uh, she can get to the rim. And uh, just the way she's kind of allowed Jay to come in and kind of become the team's leading scorer, and I don't think there's been any derision or any uh, egos there, and I think that just uh, says a lot about her and that she's really putting winning first. Okay. Now, I'm going to pick my three and four at the same time since it doesn't really matter in the end. And I'm going to pick two girls from the same school. One, I mean, the school that's been the most consistent throughout the season, that's Old Rochester. Their top scorer right now has been Ashley Source. And then I'm going to go with one of the Butlers. Do you guys want to guess which Butler I'm going to go with? I know which one you're guessing going guessing Mary. Yes, Emily. Okay, I just want to give you a shot. Um, Mary has, I mean, haven't watched her, um, you know, last year as well. She's a, the ultimate hustle player. She does all the little things that you're going to need, and she's got size on her too. Uh, something that's in this area, we don't. There's not a ton of girls that that are tall. I mean, just in general, you don't see a lot of them in high school basketball. So having her and then having Ashley who can score, um, Mary can too. She's just a little bit scrappier in how she does it. Having those two together and seeing what Old Rochester has done, you know, being so successful based on defense primarily, I like my chances right out of the gates. I mean, we can stop it right now. I, I think I've already won this. Personally, oh, nobody's yeah. going on this team, <laughs> I don't. Huh? I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> but those are some pr- some pretty good picks. Old Rochester, you know, I think they're battling right now for second place in the the South Coast Conference. So, uh, you know, they split with a Pontiquit and lost to already Dr. So uh, it'll be a shame yeah. that they don't get to play for a conference title. I know it it's will too, be. It's too bad. Um, so, all right. Well, I'm next, right? No, I'm next. Oh no, you're next. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm oh, all right. I'm already. Fixed. I'm already getting. Yeah. I'm already trying to I'm get. I'm actually my next a little surprised she dropped me here. She, she was number three on my draft board. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Janice Leo of New Bedford. Okay. I mean, you can't teach height, mm. but uh, also seems like the second half of the season, she's really woken up here, uh, been a little more dominant, uh, really kind of taking that aggressiveness, and uh, she, you know, she's been working on her strength, and uh, you know, I think, especially too, if you put her down at the SEC, I think she'd really dominate there. She's playing a you know, really tough schedule there at New Bedford, and uh, I'm happy to have my point guard in my center, kind of already here. I just got to get some wings in between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you stole my pick there. I was, de- <laughs> I was definitely going to go with Janice. Uh, she impressed me a few weeks ago on um, the game I saw against Dartmouth. Uh, but you know what? I think I'm going to try and get a, get a big big man um, right here. And I'm going to actually go um, with Lindsay Oliveira. Uh, you know, she she's solid. I mean, she can take the, the ball to the hoop. She's great uh, rebounding the ball. But she can also she's also got a nice shot, too. So she's kind of got that inside-outside game. Um, she's a big leader on the court. She's somebody that you don't mind going to in those clutch moments to, to when the game is on the line. And, um, you know, and she can play in the post, uh, you know, and hang with, with some of the, the – the top, you know, big players in the area. So. I like that pick a lot. It's right. funny. She was sixth on my draft board and you just took her sixth. <laughs> yeah. Small world here, right? Mm. All right. So uh, so I get to go again, right? Is you that got it. All it's right. All Boy, first it's, pick of the third round here. We've finished two rounds now. <laughs> first pick of the third. It's pretty quick. Um, all right. Well, I, I'm kind of a little bit torn with who I want to go with next. Uh, I have a lot of kids that are up at the top, um, but I'm actually going to go – with Meg Hughes from Old Rochester. Uh, she doesn't score a lot of points, um, but she's fast out there. She's got a lot of defensive uh, pressure that she provides, and she just really, I mean, she just never stops. You know, she's always in the game. She's pretty intense. Like, I mean, I don't know if you can tell, but we're going to have, like, a really strong defensive team, my team. But uh, It looks like it. Uh, but, yeah, Meg Hughes. A lot of speed uh, there. Yeah, you know. Gordon um, and Hughes. It, it, you know, we're just going to push the tempo and just, uh, you know, hope that, like, Lindsay's going to get those rebounds. She's going to kick it out, and we're just going to be up the court so uh make you and, and hit Lindsay on the trailer for the three yep so uh so that's my pick there i like that i like that make Hughes pick she's she might be the fastest player oh yeah that we cover yes she is mm-hmm. yeah definitely she's hands down 
And uh, all right, so it's back to me here. Uh, third round. I think I'm going to finish out my backcourt here. Uh, probably the best team that we haven't picked anyone from yet, Bishop Stang. I'm going to mm. go Catherine Jurgen, a senior uh, from Westport. <laughs> is a quality player, a really good leader. Um, usually she's still double digits in scoring, but she just kind of makes that whole offense work. And she kind of makes sure everyone's in the right place and knows what they're doing and really takes on a significant leadership role. So I am uh, happy to have a backcourt of uh, – of uh, Sophia Goucher, Catherine Yergin, and then a little bit in the post with Janice Lau. Okay, so first of all, I want to clear one thing up. When you when you picked Janice before, I thought that was the right pick there. I went with the teammates because now I have one thing that you guys don't have is chemistry. That's true. I have two that girls that already know each other. Now, I don't know what I'm going to do quite yet for my fourth pick, so I'm not going to try and get too fancy, but I am going to go with one that might be looked as a little bit of a value pick, but I actually like the fact that this girl has performed well on a team that's, you know, had its ups and downs throughout the year, but Tiara Duart out of nice. Wareham, okay? She's averaging 12 and just over 12 and a half a game this year. I mean, honestly, I could go between her or Grace Serrato when I'm picking here. I'm not going to go with both of them. I don't want to go and make it where it's, you know, just two teams on my roster uh, at this point. Um, but I like what she brings to the table and, and you know, scoring – in my first two girls, I know Ashley's averaging 10.2 on a team that doesn't, you know, it's a very balanced team, but I need someone else who can score the ball a little bit more. Um, on top of that, mm, you really threw me off with the Cat Jurgen one. I really thought I was going to get her. I'm, I'm kind of um, trying to... Are you spiraling here? I'm, right now, I'm, you know, I'm thinking about two picks. I'm sh- I don't know if you guys are thinking about either of them. I don't want to help you out. Um... I'm going to go – I think this one will be a little bit off the wall here. I'm going to go with Ashley Leonard out of Fairhaven. She's All been right, yep. she, she was, she's been having a pretty decent year as well, been their top scorer pretty much every night. Um, she's going to be – yeah, she's going to round things out for me at number four. Well, not round things out. Yeah, I was looking at her last couple of games. She had 19 and 17. Yeah. You actually took the girls who were ninth and 10th on my draft board, so I had them back-to-back too. Oh, Okay. Here. All right, good. So I wasn't that far out of the box. All right, good. No, um, so I actually, get worried, Gary, because you don't see all these girls. Like, I, there are some girls here who I haven't seen, and some who I have, and I, I just that's it, true. I haven't actually not seen either Leonard or Duart, but just from talking to coaches and yeah, taking their box. I know Wareham kind of their offense goes mm-hmm. as yes. uh, Tr Duart goes. Like, if she's scoring, okay. they got a good chance. That's what this impression I got. Yeah. Trouble, yeah. Okay. Good. And then uh, yeah, Ashley Leonard, especially here in the second half of the season. You know, I know Bree Demanche has been mm-hmm. important for him, but and, then it's uh, about Lex Labonte scores sometimes, but yeah. she seems to be like the most consistent. Player there but then it's about how they measure up against other teams too. Like I, I have no doubt that t- like Tiara and Ashley are definitely the girls I'm taking off of Fairhaven and Wareham first, obviously. But how they measure up against everybody else is kind of where I was like, eh, yeah, no, I, I, that's that's where my apprehension was. And that's the other thing; it's often easy to compare a lot of the SEC players yes, against each other because you yep. see them playing against each other. Mm-hmm. And you know, like the old Rasheed Wallace, right? Ball yeah. don't lie, mm-hmm. or you know, as KD likes to put it, roll the ball out there. And you can tell who the best players are. But sometimes when you're watching somebody on a Tuesday and then you see somebody the other three weeks later on a Friday. Yeah. It's hard to really, you know, apples to apples there. Exactly. Yep. Absolutely. All right. So it's back to me. We actually have, we have two players that I feel like have a little bit of similar games here that uh, are at the top of my draft board and I'm having a little trouble. They're both teammates of girls I've already picked so I could add a little chemistry here. But uh, I'm going to go with a little bit of youth in Abby Fernandes from Bishop Stang. Oh, okay. I got three seniors already. So, you know, I got to plan for the future a little bit here. But uh, Abby Fernandes is a sophomore. She was kind of part of that really excellent freshman class last year, but she's one of the few that stayed at their school and is still competing uh, for one of, the, one of the schools that we cover. Uh, but uh, not to give away too many picks there, but I almost went with Monica Iyer. She was, she was my other one, just to have another sharpshooter there mm. and uh, you know, a teammate to lay out and probably the best shooter, I think, in the area. But I am going to go with Abby Fernandes with the 
Uh, was the second pick of the fourth round. All right. My turn, right? Yes. All right. I, you know, I'm going to have some of that chemistry too. You know, like we got to try and... I shouldn't you know, have said that. I should never have brought that up. Try and create. You know, you don't want to pick now everybody. Now we secret sauce. You don't yeah. want to pick everybody from the same team. But, um, you know, when a team is on a 10-game winning streak, when they're going to be playing, hopefully, for the conference championship a week from now, when they've been, you know, unbelievable, you got to go with them. Uh, Leah Sieblum, um is my next pick from Aponiquit. Uh, she does a little bit of everything. She's going to help out Lindsay Oliveira in the post. She's going to come out on defense and trap. She's going to, you know, get, be that clutch, clutch player down in the post as well. You know, maybe get a couple putbacks if Jada misses a shot or something. You know, she's going to be my uh, one of my go-tos down in the post. Um, a good pick. So I'm going with Leah, and we're going to have a little bit of chemistry with Jada. And then I get to go again. And this is my last pick, right? Because I'm at five. Finish I'm be five. There, yep. And I am going to go with who Brendan was on the fence ah. about, Monica Ayers. God. Hands down, the best three-point shooter I've seen this year. Um, and even last year, I would say she was, I think I even drafted her, I think, if I remember correctly, last year. Sounds right. Yeah. Um, and um, I should have broken out the draft results from last <laughs> I know, year. I know, we should have. And, uh, I mean, she just, she's clutch. Uh, she comes up with the threes. And it seems like when she hits the threes, it's always at a moment that's, that's like it changes the momentum, you know, it gets them going. You know, she'll hit a three and then they'll go on like, you know, a eight, eight to two run or ten to ten to two run. And and uh, she I mean, she's got such a nice shot and she's not afraid to to take it, you know. So uh, so I'm finishing up with Monica. All right. So now it's up to me. Uh, my entire top ten off my draft board has been taken. I do want to note if uh, if Riley Carew didn't have uh, a bad injury here, she probably either would have been off the board or I would be taking her now. Mm-hmm. But uh, look, you know, got to look at kind of the situation right now. We're taking everyone with their current health and yep. and injury status. Um, so there's really kind of three girls I'm looking at here, and uh, I think I'm going to go with the one that I think has the most upside and uh, might in a couple of years be one of the best players in the whole area. Uh, freshman Maggie Brajoli mm-hmm. from Old Rochester. Uh, she has really impressed me. She's got a lot of athleticism. She's really smooth out there. Um, plays the wing, but has a little bit of height, and you know could play in the post a little bit if you need to. And uh, you know the Brajoli certainly know their basketball, so she uh, <laughs> comes from good stock there. So uh, it's I'm going to finish I like out it. my team with uh, Maggie Brajoli. Who were the other two that you had left? My other two were, were the uh, the Mayflower. The Mayflower. Uh, so it was uh, Savannah Hale <laughs> and Jess Carney. Uh, okay. From Old Colony and Westport, respectively. <coughs> okay, I had Carney on here. I had Savannah Halley on here. I th- I th- I was looking at Cat Kirby too instead of Savannah because Cat Kirby a little yeah. bit lower. She's a pretty good facilitator. I don't think I, I don't think uh, she's gonna. Fi- I mean, I, with the way my team's built, she doesn't necessarily fit in. But I was thinking about her over Halley just because seeing what what was going on with Halley the other night and I how the team. I actually did that last year. I picked Kirby over Halley. Yeah, she's. Uh, I mean, but I haven't seen them for another year. It does seem like to me Halley. But it, well, they're in the eye of the beholder, right? Yeah, the thing with the thing with Savannah that I saw was they're like playing boxing one on her now, and she's having a tougher time. Look, she's a sophomore and stuff like that's going to happen um, between just a general sophomore slump and then now everybody adjusting to your game. But I'm actually going to go and Brendan, did you pick someone from a pot of quit already, or you have not? You did. Uh, you yeah, no, I got. Yeah, um, I got so I feel like I would be making a huge mistake if I didn't at least pick one person from Aponiquit. And I'm going to go with the team's second highest scorer so far this season, just by a small margin, but still second highest scorer on the best team in this SEC, at least that we cover, uh, Abby Lenz, averaging 10.3 a game so far this year. I need someone who can fill it up a little bit too. Um, 
And I would think that if she's not, you know, necessarily the third option on a team, and maybe he's more like first or second, then she's going to get some more looks, and that turns into maybe 15 a game. That's a good uh, choice. I, I, I had her as one of my, you know, honorable mention kind of players. Yeah, here. let's go through who else was kind of you were looking at on your draft board here. Uh, you know, I had one that you guys might not even uh, have seen, Lily uh, Pachette. From Westport, yes, freshman. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> she, I, I had her on. Here I mean, too. she's she's huge. She's um, I know when um, when uh, what am I thinking? Jess Carney was out. I know she had a huge game. I think last week or uh, earlier this week. And you know, she's I mean, actually she's not a freshman. She's eighth grader. She's uh, a sophomore. Lily <clears throat> really Pichette. Uh, no, she's a freshman. She's a freshman. She's Is she a freshman. She's I thought she was an eighth grader. She's not an eighth grader. Maybe not. No. Okay. So she's young. You know, she needs to develop, but she's shown a lot of potential. She was one of them. Another one. Um, there's two from Vogue Tech I had on here, kind of further down. Kylie Morin, um, which she impressed me when I saw them play earlier this year. And uh, just taking the phone calls, uh, Tiana Bulger. I mean, this girl, she might not be scoring a lot of points, but she's pulling down 12, 14, 16 rebounds a game, um, which is a pretty scrappy player. And uh, from Old Rochester, um, Anne Marie Perry, or as Coach Holm likes to call her, Annie Perry, um, which we wrote in the paper, and I think mm-hmm. the parents said, no, it's Anne Marie. So uh, she, you know, like she's another young player that, uh, that I think will develop down the road and, and be pretty, pretty strong. Um, and Cadence John- Johnson from Old Rochester. Um, She's young, but you know she has the potential to to be a star. I'd say in maybe two years or so, and really take over that team. So those are some of my uh, ones. I don't know who else. What do you guys have? Anything um, else? Yeah, I mean, most of them mentioned. I mean, yeah, uh, Savannah Hill, uh, Jess Carney again. Riley Crew, if she was healthy, probably would have been drafted. I had Tiana Bulger on there, Cat Kirby on there. Uh, one we haven't mentioned, Aaron Good from Dartmouth. Yep, Aaron Good. He's a pretty solid player, especially defensively. And then I had kind of this list of, of freshmen that I think in a year or two will be on this list. You just mentioned a couple of them, and Anne-Marie Perry and Caden Johnson, but Logan Fernandes. Yep, Logan. And then uh, mm-hmm. Nick mentioned her earlier, Sally Butler. And then another freshman, uh, Lily Shields for Bishop Stang, yep. I think could be in that conversation in a couple of years. Um, and, and one that would have been up there for Pontiquet, too, in my book, was to- is Tori Shields. Mm-hmm. Victoria Shields, she's come up big, like pretty much every game I've seen them play, too. So she could be right in that conversation. So I had most of the ones that you guys brought up. I also had Bree Demanche from Fairhaven written down as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grace Serrato from Wareham as well, because she's doing, she's doing well for herself, scoring-wise, two averaging 12 a game this year. I did have Jess Carney. I did have Lily Pichette. The game that I got to see Westport, she had, I think it was 17 points and 11 rebounds or something wow, like that. Yeah. I mean, and she's you know taller girl, too, and she's bringing the ball up the floor, too, in, on fast breaks. Not No hesitation whatsoever. Uh, also had Kat Kirby. Savannah Halley, uh, good from Dartmouth, and uh, you brought up Lily Shields as an, as someone down. I did have her yep. written down as well, and Anne Marie Perry, among a few. Yeah, it's a good freshman class here. This yeah, will be no. fun to be doing uh, every year for the next few years. But uh, yeah, let's let's recap the teams here. So, Lori, you have uh, Jada Fortin, Lindsay Oliveira, Meg Hughes, Leah Seblum, and Monica Ayers. I like that team. Yeah, you got uh, you got Oliveira kind of anchoring the post there. You got some really good shooting, and then uh, with Seablem and Ayers. Yep. And then uh, you got a lot of energy and def- defense from uh, Hughes, Hughes and, and uh, Fortin to uh, kind of be the ball dominant uh, scorer. Yep. I like that. So I have uh, backcourt Sophia Goucher and Catherine Yergin. Uh, then I got uh, Abby Fernandes and Maggie Brajoli kind of on the wings. And then I got Janice Layout as my center. And then uh, Nick, you have. Uh, Let's see. I don't know how you want to do it. If you want to do it positionally. No, no. I got no, it. No, Ashley Soares. Ashley Soares. And, yep. um, uh, Mary Butler. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, T.R. Duart. Mm-hmm. Ashley Leonard. And Abby Lenz. Mm-hmm. 
I feel I feel very confident about my team, and I feel very confident that whoever's listening to the podcast right now will vote for my team. <laughs> vote for Nick's team. Yeah, we team. will. Uh, Why we don't will we put have these Twitter fifteen poll. girls all show up somewhere at a gym, and we can just like we you should know, get a little standard who, who's time got, sponsored who's got next uh, kind of know, thing? Yeah, kind of like oh, we the got boys a, and girls club all star challenge. We could do our own. Uh, yeah. South South Coast Varsity uh, Extravaganza Showcase. Would we coach the teams that we drafted? Because I think that makes a difference too. Oh well, then you guys don't stand or, a chance. Or, or you could pick a coach from the area. You haven't you haven't seen me drop an ATO yet. Uh, <laughs> pick a coach from the area. I wouldn't know which. I wouldn't. I couldn't pick from any of the amazing coaches that we deal with. Oh, so oh, diplomatic. <laughs> you running for office? I might have been being sarcastic too. For all you know. Yeah, we, got, we do have a lot of great coaches. No, we do. In all yes. seriousness, yes. Uh, yes, a lot of great uh, girls basketball coaches and boys. Yeah. Speaking of boys, we'll be back next week. We'll be doing the same thing. But with boys basketball. That'll be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. I'm surprised at how effortless this was. I know we're about to end it, but I'm surprised at how effortless this was. I mean, I feel like we all kind of got... I know there was a couple I wanted that I didn't get, but it seemed like we got the players that we wanted. I don't know if that's going to happen next week. I know. Football, it didn't go quite that way. No, it didn't. I can't imagine <laughs> next week it will either. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be some intense competition for that uh, first couple picks there. All right. Well, well, uh, you want to do the outro here? Uh, I, can well, I, I don't know. You can, way can, through this? You can, I think you can All do right. it, See, Hopefully everyone can understand great. me still. We, uh, as always, you can listen to this podcast wherever you get your podcast, but on iTunes, on Spotify. If you're on Spotify, please search South Coast Today. You'll see a podcast called From the Newsroom. Just follow that, and you'll see our posts every week, as well as some of the awesome other podcasts that are part of the Standard Times Podcast Network. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Every once in a while, we're popping up on Snapchat. You can go to our Facebook page. As always, read our stories in the print edition of the Standard Times online at South Coast Today. And as always, thanks for listening. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of... uh human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.